Money. What is your view of money? What do you think about money? Money is something we think about a lot. In fact, all the time. And we even sing about it. We make movies about it. I remember in the 80s, one of my favorite songs Cindy Lauper ever did was Money Changes Everything. It was a great song. My wife never liked it, but I did. Uh, the Beatles had the old song, Can't Buy Me Love. Uh, Notorious Big, Mo Money, Mo Problems. I think he's really, really true. And then in movies, Jerry Maguire, Show Me the Money. All these things happen. And Inigo Montoya, my favorite money quote, there's not a lot of money in revenge. I think Princess Bride is one of the greatest movies ever. But they talk about money in there. Now, money is necessary to live. It, we got to have it. But how we view money is very important. And that's what we're going to talk about today. The truth is the economy is rough right now. It just is. Everyone's feeling the pinch. Prices are up. People are nervous. But as men, what should our view of money be? How should we look at money? And what happens if we don't look at money the right way? We're going to talk about all that and figure out the right view of money today on the show. So let's jump in. Welcome to the Confident Man Podcast, empowering men with the confidence they need to live their adventure. Now, here is your host, David Maxwell. Hey guys, welcome to the Confident Man Podcast. I'm so glad you joined me here today, and I'm so glad you want to be a better man, because that's the key. If you don't want it, it's not going to happen. Well, today's the last show of our March Man Month, and what we've done for the month of March is we put out a podcast every day, Monday through Friday, really focused on specific areas for men. Now, we did this as kind of just a way to pour into you guys to give you more. If you're listening to this in a month other than March, that's fine. It's still same great content. And what we're going to do next week is we'll go back to our weekly podcast, giving you things that just help you be a better man, be a more confident man, know how you're living. Well, we're finishing up our March Man Month talking about money. How much do you think about money? Is it something you think about all the time? How much should you think about money? A lot of people don't know. A lot of people were never really trained on money. They don't know a lot of things about it. But you'll get answers to all those questions from different people. And a lot of it changes based on things like their worldview, um, if they have money or not. You know, people who have money think differently about money than people who don't. The ability to earn money changes the way you think about it. The ability to spend money changes the way you think about it. It is true. But money is a reality for all of us. We need money to survive. We just do. And having more money is something a lot of people strive for. It's what they live for. They want to have a lot more money. And as men, we feel, I think, a higher pressure sometimes because we have this inner drive that's built in to provide. We want to be good providers. We want to be successful. And money is kind of our way to measure how are we doing? How should we feel about ourselves? The danger is it's easy to let that money control us. It controls everything we do. It controls our decisions. And I think every man needs to kind of regularly check his view of money to make sure the money is not getting too important to him. Because if we aren't careful, how we think about money can really hurt us in every other area of our life. So we're going to look at some of the most common ways men view money and how they should view money. A lot of us view money in just a few ways. We see money as a boss or we see money as a purpose, but we really should see money as a tool. All 
right, the first thing we want to talk about in the attitude to money and how we view money, and a lot of men do it this way, they see money as a boss. They just do. Money's their boss. It's a common view a lot of men live under. They look at money as that thing that kind of tells them what to do. Now, a lot of guys will deny that. They'll say, no, I don't, I don't see it that way. But it really does control them. They'll say it doesn't, but money controls a lot of what they do and how they live their life. And that happens when we see money as a boss. But there's a few ways to check and say, okay, do I see money as a boss? I'm not sure. Because money is important and it's in a lot of our decisions, but is it our boss? Well, the way to, to know that is to look at things like, is it the key factor in all your decisions? Now, if we aren't careful, money becomes the basis of every decision we make. You know, do I have the money? Can I, can I do this? Now, that's not necessarily a bad thing overall. You do want to think about money. It is part of the decision process. It can keep you from overextending yourself, spending too much money, buying too much stuff. So you do want to think about it, but that can be abused too. A lot of guys get to that point where they have that poverty mentality. They never spend money. They always want to hoard it. They live lives like Ebenezer Screws where they never spend money. They never do anything for themselves or anybody else. And, and they kind of hoard it, hoard it, hoard it. And the danger of that is they get that way and they pass down that attitude. So you don't want to get that. But money is a part of your decisions. But is it the main part of all your decisions? That's what you want to consider. Is it the only part of your decisions? Is everything you decide about the money? Because if it is, then money's become your boss. Yes, money is important. We should think about it. But it shouldn't be the main factor in every decision you make. There's got to be more to your life than just the money. Another thing we look at, job decisions, life decisions. If money is your boss, money is the biggest part of those decisions. Now, is it a part of that? Yes, it is. Taking a job, uh, you want to make enough money, you want to make good money, you'd like to make more money. There's nothing wrong with that. But taking a job that isn't right just because it pays more is a problem a lot of guys get into. I'm not saying you have to love everything about your job. Some of us got to just do jobs that aren't the funnest, but you know it pays well. And I get that. But sometimes the only thing we think about is the money. We don't think about the time away from family. We don't think about the wear and tear on our body. We only think about the money. And that should not be the only thing you think about when it comes to a job decision or when it comes to life decisions. A lot of men uh, make a change in their life and they think, oh, this is going to be better for everybody because I'm going to make more money. But they don't understand that it could take a price on their life on their physical health, on their emotional health, on their mental health, on the time they spend with their family, their wife and kids. It could destroy their family, but they're making more money. Is that the best decision? So we want to look at, is money the only decision, the only factor in our decisions? The other one we want to look at, if money is our boss, then it's going to influence our friends and relationships. It just is. If it's our boss, we're going to pick friends based on money. Who has money? Who has money that I want? You know, am I marrying this person because of their money? You know, a lot of these things come into those decisions and those aren't good things to think about. People change when they get around money. They just do. And you've got to be careful that you don't change. Some people seek out others who have money. They just want to be around money. 
it's not really about the relationship. It's not really even about the person. It's about the money. Those people have money as their boss. It's the only thing they think about. They're not really thinking about the relationships. Another thing to realize that money is your boss is when it is the driving force of your motivation. You know, it's the only thing you get motivated for. You know, now, does money motivate us? Yes. Do we get excited when we make more money? We we do a project and it comes through or we start a business and it does well. Those are great things. And and there there is a motivation of money in that. But is money the only thing motivating you? Is it the only thing pushing you? Is money the, the thing that you get up in the morning thinking about, go to bed thinking about? Is there nothing else about your job, your business, or anything that you do that you enjoy apart from the money? And if it is, then you need to think about that. If money's influencing every decision, then money's your boss. It just is. And the other way to show that money is your boss is when you feel chained. And you say, what do you mean feel chained? That's kind of weird, Dave. Well, I'm talking about crushing debt. So many people today have crushing debt in their life. You know, in Proverbs, it talks about the borrower is a slave to the lender. And I think it's true. I think a lot of people are slaves to their debt. They just are. And in the old days, when people got into a lot of debt, a lot of times they would sell themselves to help pay for the debt. It's called indentured servitude. So they would agree, I'll be your slave for four or five years, whatever, to pay off this debt. And you know what? A lot of us are doing that today. We wouldn't call ourselves slaves, but we really are slaves to our debt. And when we do that, debt owns us. Debt is our boss. And a lot of people do it willingly. They do it to feed a lifestyle. They, oh, I want to have nice stuff. I want to have a, a nice car. I want to have a nice home. I want to look nice in front of people. And what you're really doing is you're just selling yourself in indentured servitude to the credit company. Money is a terrible boss. It just is. It's not a good boss. And if you're unintentionally viewing money as your boss, then it's robbing you of your ability to be a powerful man. The second view that many men have of money is money as a purpose. They don't see money so much as a boss. They see money as a God. They just do. If you were to ask them, is money your God? They would say no. But then if you follow them around, you, you watch them for a couple weeks, what would you notice? Money's their God. You see, the thing is, money as our boss doesn't necessarily define us. It directs us. But when money is our purpose... When money is what we live for, money's our God. And that's what happens. And a lot of men who have money as their God, as their purpose, they, they show some different signs that's a little bit different from the men who show money as their boss. For these guys, money defines them. It really does. The men who let money define them have a simple motto. My net worth is who I am. And you know what? That's a lot of people today. They look at their bank account. They look at their investment portfolio. They look at the stuff they own and they let all those things define them. Those are men who have money, not as a boss, but as a purpose. Their whole purpose is to make money because they believe in their minds. The basis of their life is money. And they not only want to have money, these guys are the ones who want to show you they have money. 
You know the ones I'm talking about. They buy the fancy stuff. They own the fancy cars. They live in the nice houses. And it's not that they particularly like these things or not. Now, a lot of them do. There's nothing wrong with that. But they see these things as the purpose of their life. They see these things defining them. And the other thing is a lot of men see these things as, oh, everyone's envying me. Everyone's looking at me. And it makes them feel good. It gives them a sense of purpose. But that purpose is the fact that money is what they're really living for. They're living for money. And they're letting that money define who they are. And they're only feeling important because they have money. Not because they're a human being. Not because they contribute anything of worth to the world. Not because they have quality, intimate relationships. It's about money. Now, some men, when money is their purpose, they use money to set the score. Men who live for money as a purpose use it as a way of keeping score. You know, now men are competitive. We just are. We can get competitive about anything. Um, I heard a story the other day. A friend of mine was at uh, a burger place here in town, and they have one of those giant uh, burger contest things where you eat this huge burger and like a pound of French fries and all this other stuff, and you have a certain amount of time to do it. And this person did it. They ate the whole thing. It was a guy, of course, and we're just competitive. Give us a competition. We're going to try and win. Well, a lot of men bring that to money. And when money is their purpose, they see money as the ultimate scorecard. They, they see it as a way to show, am I winning? Am I winning at life? Am I winning in every way? They don't look at anything else. They don't look at whether they have good relationships, whether they have purpose and meaning in their life. They look at money. The arena is money. And that's how they fight. And that's how they think they win. And the goal of them is just to have more than you. That's their goal. You know, because they want to have more money because that makes them think they're better. Because for these men, money is their worth. They say, I have more money, therefore I'm worth more than you. And a lot of people feel that way today. They base their worth on their money. They think they're better than others because they have money. And that's a really sad way to live their life, but a lot of men do it. They see it as their scorecard. They see it as a way to judge themselves and they see it as a way they judge other people. Now, another attitude that men have when money is their purpose is they think that money equals happiness. They just do. They wouldn't tell you that. They would say, oh, no, you know, money can't buy happiness, but they really believe it does. They think it's their source of happiness. They think their overall happiness comes from their net worth. They think that other people look up to them. They think that they have more than everybody. So, of course, they should be happy. And they value money more than other things. And the problem is they get a lot of money, but a lot of times they don't necessarily get happy. Why do you see so many wealthy people have problems? They're doing drugs. They're getting married and divorced. You know, they're the ones who are, who are buying high-priced hookers. They're doing all of these things. Why? Because they're really not happy. They have all the money in the world, but it's not buying them happy. So what some men do is they get into philanthropy. And these guys, because money, they feel like it brings them happiness. It's their purpose. They think, well, I'm going to give money away and give happiness to others. And, and I'm glad they give. Giving is good. Everybody should give. And I'm glad they do it. But the guys sometimes who money is their purpose, they really think they're giving happiness to other people. They're giving a tool. They're giving something other people can use. But money cannot bring happiness. Even if you give money to a bunch of people, 
It doesn't necessarily bring them happiness. Look at all the people who were lottery winners. They won huge amounts of money. And for a lot of them, it destroyed their life. It destroyed their relationships. It does all of this stuff. A lot of them within five years are flat broke. Money cannot buy happiness. And the people who try, they're going to fail. And that's why money just can't be your purpose. It can't be what you live for. It can't be your God. Because if it is, it will destroy you. All right, the third thing we want to look at is how money is a tool. So people say, okay, Dave, what, what is money? Well, money is a tool. And I got that line from John Maxwell in one of his books. He wrote that. He had a great definition. He goes, money is a tool, nothing more, nothing less. And that's always stuck with me. You know, because I'm not a super handyman. I've talked about that before, but I understand the power of tools. I understand when you have the right tool, you can do a lot more things. Uh, I had a break job that needed to be done years ago. So I went to my friend Jody's house and Jody's one of those Mr. Fix It, does all this stuff. He builds rat rods. He's very creative and very smart. And so I brought it over to his house because he had the right tools. He had it jacked up. We replaced the, the brakes really quick. And, and just made everything so much easier. I didn't have all those tools. I couldn't do it. I could do it maybe, but it would have taken me days what we did in a couple hours at his shop. And that's what having the right tools can do for you. It can help you do some things easier. You know, I get that more from being in the kitchen. Having a sharp knife is so wonderful when you're cooking. It does everything so much quicker. A dull knife is actually more dangerous. You can cut yourself worse with a dull knife. A sharp knife is a great tool to have, and you want to have a sharp knife when you're in the kitchen. I've been at other kitchens when I'm at other people's houses, and, and I have to cook with their knives, and it makes me sad um, because I'm like, I should have brought my knife. I'm a nerd. I know. It's the way it is. But money is our tool for life. It just is. It's great when you need it for something and you have it. When you want to do something, when you want to get something, it's nice to be able to do it. When you have to fix something. There are a few things that we need to keep in mind when we think of money as a tool, because that's all it is, okay? Tools are controlled. They just are. We control tools. They shouldn't control us. And that's probably the biggest thing for you to take away from this. Money's a tool. It's great to have it, but it shouldn't control you. Have you ever gotten one of those tools that you thought this is going to be the answer? This is going to be the thing that fixes everything. I watched this commercial and I really think it's going to work. Then you get it and it's, it's more work. Sometimes we get tools and they're just more work and they're just not that good. The reason we do that is tools are there for us to use. If a tool takes more time than necessary, if it doesn't really do the job, then we don't use it. Money is that. It's a tool. It's there for you to use, not for it to use you. So you want to make sure you're not living for money. You're using money to live your life. That's the different attitude. We tell money what to do. Money doesn't tell us what to do. Now, is money a part of our decisions? Yes, because it's a tool. It's a tool we use. How do I use it in this situation? What do I need it for? That's what we have to understand. The purpose of money is to be our tool. And that's the thing we got to understand. Tools have a purpose. Tools are made to do something. They have a real purpose and they should be used for that. So I'm not saying don't spend money. 
I'm saying spend it in the right way on the right things. You know, when you have a good tool, you you go to it. It's your go-to. Like in the kitchen, because I'm more of a cook than a handy guy, I got this rice cooker uh, about six months ago, and it is super fancy. It's powerful. It's from Japan because I just got tired of my other rice cooker. It wasn't cooking the rice that good. It wasn't doing all this. I got this one, and you know it was expensive. It was, but I got it on sale, so I was very happy, and it is phenomenal. It cooks a ton of rice. It cooks it perfect every time. It's a great tool to have, and I'm glad I do. Money is that way. It's good to have when you need it. It's good to have a tool. That's why you should save. That's why you should have a budget, all of those things. Those are good because you're using the tool the right way. That's what it's all about. If you never think about the tool, if you never plan how you spend your money, a lot of times the money ends up controlling you. You want to control it. You tell your money what to do. It doesn't tell you what to do. And we've got to remember that about money. It's not a scorecard. It's not going to bring us happiness. You can buy something, but that doesn't mean you're necessarily going to be happy. Money has a purpose. Is it to buy things? Yes. Is it to do stuff? Yes. That's the purpose of money, but it doesn't bring you happiness. It doesn't bring you purpose. It should help you fulfill your purpose. It should help you as you're doing the things that bring you happiness. Our purpose isn't making money. Money's not going to fix everything. Should we be good stewards? Yes, as we just said, but we shouldn't be slaves to money. And that's what we have to be careful. A lot of people are slaving themselves to their money. Because understand this about tools. Tools can't fix everything. They just can't. Tools are great to have, but they don't fix everything. Like I have a really cool multi-purpose paint tool. One of the few handy things I can do is paint pretty decently. But I don't take that tool and go out and try to do landscaping with it. Why? It doesn't work that way. It won't. I might could cut up the yard a little bit. I might could cut a couple blades of grass with it, but that's not what it's designed for. So it's not good for that. Tools can't fix everything. Money's not going to fix everything in your life just because you get a bunch of it. It's not going to fix your intimate relationships. You know, a real love relationship with a woman should not have anything to do with money. If she has money or if you have money, if she is with you because you have money or you're with her because she has money, that's inauthentic. Now you say, well, what if we grow to love each other? You could, but money doesn't buy intimate relationships. It can buy companionship. Someone can want to be with you because you have money. I understand that. But is that really an intimate love relationship? You know, that old saying is fair weather friends. You know, friends who were there when the weather's good, but when the weather's bad, they turn away. That's what happens when money is a part of a relationship. It's not a close friendship. It's a transactional relationship. Friendships can be that way. Relationships with women can be that way. Some relationships with women are that way. I pay you, you have sex with me. That's a transactional relationship. There's no love in that. There's no intimacy. There's no closeness. It's pretty empty in the long run. But a lot of people see that, but money can't buy you a real relationship. Money can't help you overcome your loneliness. Money can give you lots of activity. You can do stuff. You can buy stuff. You can stay busy. But it won't fix the nagging loneliness that so many men have. The men try to hide it, but hide that wall of hedonism where it's all about them. But money won't fix your loneliness. It won't give you meaning and purpose. Money can't build a purpose in your life. You have to do that. Now, money is a tool that can help you live your purpose, yes, but money cannot be your purpose. 
The reality is for us as men, money is a tool. It is. It's how we should see it. It's how we should treat it. We should take care of our tools. We should manage them. We should do them right. That's what you have to do with money. You should be a steward of your money. I, I challenge you to do that. Steward your money. Save. Invest. Do the right thing. Stay out of debt. All of these things. Because that way you have it as a tool that you can use and you don't have it as your God and you don't have it as your boss. To quote the line from the beginning of the podcast, money changes everything. It really does. For a lot of people, money changes everything. Why is that? Well, when money is our boss, we obey it no matter what. When, when a man has money as his boss, he's going to obey it. He has nothing, nothing left to do. When money is our purpose, we don't own our choices. We don't live a life where we choose what to do. The money tells us what to do. It is our purpose. We will pick the money every time because it's our God. It's just what happens. Money has to remain a tool or we will never control it. Money can't change everything when money is only your tool. Because a tool is something you use, not something that uses you. And we've got to have that attitude as men. Our view of money is a big part of our life as men because we're earning money. We're living life. We need money. So our how we view money really impacts how we live our life. It, the purpose and meaning of our life a lot of times is reflected in what we do with our money. So I want to challenge you to think about how do I view money? What is my view of money? And if you see it as anything other than a tool, you probably need some attitude adjustments. And you'll be so glad you made those adjustments because you'll live a richer life as a man. You've been listening to the Confident Man Podcast. Click subscribe so you don't miss a future episode. You can connect with David on Facebook and Instagram at David the Maxwell. Find resources to help you as a man at theconfidentman.me. That's the confident man, not me.